What's up, everybody? This is Mika back with another episode of the Color Pink Daily, your favorite podcast on planet Earth. In this episode, we're going to talk about focusing on the process rather than the goal. Let's go. Holy shit. First, I'd like to report on a little exciting stat for this podcast family. We're approaching about 700 plays right now. I think we're at 683 across all episodes, which is not much at all. Like, that's like popular podcasts get millions of episodes per downloads or plays per episode. But we're at 670 or 83 total plays across like more than more than 150 episodes, I'm pretty sure. That's pretty fucking cool. I'm I'm excited. We're probably we're definitely gonna get to a thousand by the end of the year, which is insane because it would be less than a year after I started this and I got a thousand plays. I I don't know the the way I measure this is a little bit different than I guess most people measure it, and that's a perfect segue actually into what we're gonna talk about today, which is focusing on the process rather than the goal. Now this advice. I warn you is going to be number one a little bit cheesy because you probably heard it a lot and number two hard to understand because it does might not make much sense and number three coming from a place a person who doesn't have that much experience because I qualify all my episodes with yeah I'm 19 I'm figuring it out too I'm just talking about shit that I just um, already went through myself rather than pretend to be this expert on something which I'm not. And this is definitely something that's not, and you'll, that I'm not an expert at. And you'll kind of get that feeling as I'm talking about it. But anyway, what do I mean by focus on the process and not the goal? Well, I'll use an example from um, my own life, because that's the only thing I do know, what the shit I've been through myself. So when I, um, when, when I started doing new mediums of content as a content creator like whether it is i got like whether it's when i got serious on instagram or youtube or this podcast or snap or tiktok when i started like new ventures because um that happens quite often because i'm always changing onto the thing that's um the most the best opportunity and i just started at this game so i'm starting at a lot of things which i should be doing already but the point is when I start something new I used to think of the goal like okay I'm doing this Instagram thing what's the goal of this I want this to um, you know do this and that be this number and be that number by the end of the year or some shit like that but now gradually as I'm starting new things most recently TikTok and and LinkedIn what I'm focusing on is how do I use this activity which i'm going to have to make a routine because i've got to do it like on a consistent basis how do i use this to bring me value and to um provide value using this new platform so i think about how i optimize the day-to-day the journey rather than the destination like where i want to go that's a very important difference because it maps to your actions quite differently for instance um you like for this podcast for instance i do not really care and i don't even really know what good metrics for this podcast are the reason this podcast is so unusual among my content is that it's a little bit of a new frontier and it's kind of all over the place like for instagram you know okay 300 followers is kind of like meh but 30,000 now that's like small influencer level or 300,000 whatever it is there's different lines you can draw 
on TikTok, yeah, if you reach like 10k, you're pretty decent. If you reach like 150k, you're pretty good. And if you reach like 500k and above, you're considered like an influencer or whatever. But with the podcast, it's a little bit weird because I'm doing something a little bit different here. It's a solo podcast, first of all. And in the top podcasts in the world, there's very, very few podcasts which are not, which are both unscripted and solo. So it's a little bit unusual. And second of all, I don't even really know. Like, you don't see how many plays or like how many, there's no, like, it's not a social network. It's just a medium. So you don't really know what exact numbers and there's no really united metric to measure all the podcasts on planet earth including the popular ones so i don't even really know what good metrics for this podcast are i just know that for this podcast i like doing it i like the day-to-day of recording an episode and thinking about what to say on the spot and like coming up with a topic as i plug in the mic and failing really hard at some of the topics and doing really well and having like people contact me on snap saying like, yeah, I listened to your past three episodes, which is an excellent way to start a conversation with me, by the way. And we're like talking about like what they think about some of the stuff I've talked about. Like this is probably my favorite medium of content creation. I've said it before, this podcast, because there's just so much to like about it. At least it's, it's just a natural thing for me. And that's what I think about. I think about how to make the process more enjoyable, how to harness the most value out of this process, how to um, just make things about the process better. Like, how do I get more into an episode? How do I make the episodes more engaging? How do I, you know, like I recently used this like um, branding, the sonic branding at the beginning of the episode where I give the intro and then there's a little tune like that's like two seconds long. It's like, like that's my... That's my brand, like, music. Start putting that in. Start, like, structuring the way I say things a little just to, like, draw you in and build suspense and anticipation. Like, I think about all these things, and the last thing I think about is, okay, what do our numbers look like? What is this? um, How do we grow this number? What's our charts? Look at the analytics. Mostly as, like, a last indicator that I'm not fucking up the technical side that let that sink in for a minute i checked the number of plays on my episodes just to make sure i didn't fuck up something on the technical side of delivery like i didn't upload audio once to one of the episodes i published there was zero audio because the audio clips were recorded but never uploaded before i published the episode so for some reason anchor didn't raise a warning when i published the episode and there was legit zero audio in it even though it was published so that got no place. I was like, what the fuck's going on? And I looked inside and I'm like, oh, there's no audio. That makes perfect sense. I only check analytics for that. And I guess just to make sure that I'm not, um, you know, pulling bullshit out of my ass. So if like this thing gets like zero plays for two consistent weeks, then I know something is wrong. But no, like my numbers are consistent. They're consistently rising since I have um, started this in February. And even though I get on average like 4.5 or 5 plays per episode, I'll say it out right now. I'm super fucking proud of it because I really, I, I legit expected, I was happy. when you, Like go back to the old episodes and I've, 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 I, I tell you this sometimes too because I love the old episodes because I was terrible at them. Number one, so I get to laugh myself. Number two, it just, it's so like, is humble the right word? I, I remember when I first talked about getting one consistent play 
for every single episode. That wasn't that long ago, ladies and gentlemen. It was like four months ago or something like that. And if you go back to those episodes, I'm like so happy to get one consistent play on each of these episodes. And I'm like, yeah, I'm expecting this to continue for like the rest of the year and I'll be perfectly happy with that. Like I, I'm pretty sure I said some the rest of the year or some shit like that because I knew that this was a new frontier. I'm probably not good at it because it's my first time. I just enjoy doing it. So I don't need numbers to make up for it because I just enjoy doing it and I would do it anyway. That's what I'm talking about when I say focus on the process, not the goal. So in the context, like to carry on with this example, when you focus on the process, what changes? So obviously in um, my content sphere, because I like podcasting so much, I put a lot of attention on the podcast. Like I do it every day and pretty much it's like the schedule has gotten pretty fucking good. I don't think I've missed a day in like a couple months or something like that, which is um, not very long, but I haven't been at this for very long, guys, ladies and gentlemen, this is um, pretty good for me. I don't know. I, I think it's a pretty decent achievement. I I think about it like it's the highlight of my day. And in addition, actually, in the content sphere, it's actually the main root, the main pillar of content, which I break off chips from to post like quotes on LinkedIn, to post quotes um, on my Instagram story and in a nice illustration or to like I pull a concept out to write a few medium articles about like this is the pillar content, which is um, which means it's pretty important. It's like central in my content. But anyway, without getting into what the fuck? Sorry about that. That was just my timer telling me my laundry was done abstracting or not abstracting generalizing that's the wrong word yeah generalizing from this focusing on the process not the goal well how do you do that easy just do something you like i am gifted in this in this sense because i have zero tolerance for doing bullshit aka shit i don't like at all you should man you should have seen i i kind of wish i was doing this podcast back when i was in high school until now just so that i can be like yo guys listen to the old episodes and listen to what a douchebag i was i was an asshole like in high school or pretty much since elementary school you're basically forced to go to this place every day for about eight or six or eight hours sometimes more and learn shit that someone else tells you is important can you see any problems with that? Like, let that sink in for a moment. That doesn't compute in my mind, and I absolutely hated it. I hated, like, every bit of it except for the people part. Because, pe- like, connecting with people is, like, one of my absolute favorite things to do. So that was nice. Like, you're forced to socialize people, and other people are also forced to socialize with you. So I enjoyed that part. But when you don't, when you do something you don't like, it's very easy to become goal-oriented. I think that's why a lot like goal-setting is such a big deal because people don't prioritize loving what you're actually doing enough. And this is something that can get in the way. Like, I've, I've heard... I've, 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 in, in the face of giving this perspective, I've sensed a lot of friction in people. I was talking about it to my sister once. I'm like, you should love what you do rather than like, focus on the end goal and just use that to pull you through the bullshit which you don't like doing it just shuts off it just shuts down because to a lot of people that end goal focus mentality and just staying focused on a price and eating shit to get there that feels right that feels like oh i'm working hard that means like i gotta eat shit and 
I'll focus, I'll reach my goal. They think it's like some kind of like payment that you got to suffer in for the sake of your goal. When that's not that's not true. Like when you steer with blinkers on, you don't see the better routes that might be bes- like beside you or like behind you or whatever. Like you take a detour and then this takes you to a like quicker path or like a more nice view through the valley and shit that still takes you to the end destination but you had a lot more fun even though you took longer or something like that like it's so important i believe to be open and rather than committed which is um something that obviously is a really biased opinion but i'm, I'm gonna say again like i think it's more op- more important to be open and mindful rather than committed because if you don't like something then why would you do it when there's like a million billion other things you can do which you probably will like like there's so many things you could do on this planet if you are a fucking i don't know you're studying chemistry in university and you don't like it quit you don't have to do it there's nothing chaining you to a, there's like no one's pointing a gun at you in the in the in the morning every night and every, every morning sorry and asking you to get up at 6 a.m. to go to lectures, and in the lecture, they're pointing a gun at you, telling you to take notes. Like, you can literally do whatever the fuck you want, unless you're like a... Um, well, that was a dark place. I'm not going to go there. But unless you broke the law or something, and you're in prison, then, yeah, it sucks to be you. But for the most part, most people listening, you can do whatever the hell you want. So even if you think that doing something you hate is going to help you towards your goal... You can change it. You can change your goal. You can change your framework, which is what I'm like. This episode is all about to making like an enjoyable process the goal, not the goal that you're thinking about. When you focus on the process and not the destination, when you focus on the journey and not the place you end up at, it's a whole different game. It's it's a lot more enjoyable because I I mean I'm speaking from my own experience again. I used to be really goal-oriented as well. And that's something that's looked at positively. And I think it's completely full of shit. Like, I, I genuinely think setting goals is full of shit in the, sense that, in the sense that most people do it. And what I mean by that is, like, goal-setting as in, yeah, like, I want to make 100000 a year by the time I'm 30. I want to, like, buy a house and get married by the time I'm 40. I want to pay off all my debt by the time I'm fucking... Um, 25 years old or something like that it means dick if you achieve those things because that doesn't that doesn't put into that doesn't like put happiness into perspective like how does happiness fit into that even if you say my goal is yeah I want to get happy by the time I'm 25 it's a it's a temporary thing it's not a permanent solution because it's more of a state of mind that you achieve to be happy an ability, like an agility to like roll with the punches, so to speak, and be humble and be grateful. That's what happiness consists of, a bunch of these things, rather than achieving this state and this day where you have a certain amount of money or like live in a certain place or have a certain amount of social status and a clout, and then you're automatically happy for life. It just doesn't work that way. I just have so little um, trust in the goal-setting system. I, I would err on the constantly being mindful of what's happening and be able to change at a minute's notice kind of thing now there is something to be said about consistency i i'm obviously like my line of work content creation 
requires you to be pretty consistent because to build brand you need time you need consistent to to provide value over like a consistent long period of time so this is not like a bashing against consistency it's actually in support of that if you think about it focus on the process process implies that it keeps going you know it's a cycle when you focus on the process wrapping up here when you focus on the process the journey rather than the end destination it's a whole different game and i would challenge you to try it like think I, okay i'm going to i'm giving a lot of examples because i have a feeling that um that it's it's hard to conceptualize this in your own life without these examples if you it's if this is your first time hearing it so i'll give an example that's pretty that i know pretty well i have a lot of friends in university right now who are roughly my age who want to do this want want to achieve this um this lifestyle um that's pretty pretty vague but it's it's sort of like yeah i want to start a family i want to um live comfortably and not have to worry about money and i want to be happy fine like that's a totally normal totally fine dream to have but at the same time they are like they're getting into a lot of debt doing something that they don't like every day drinking on weekends smoking weed if they're in Canada like my Canadian friends to numb the pain that they go through in a week and they're just doing this like for years and years and years until they finally can't like they reach the end of their master's degree or whatever 6 years of studying they have to get a job that they don't actually like doing but that's what they got to use that piece of paper and all that debt that they collected for something so they just do it anyway and when they're 35 and they have all these things that you're, that they wanted they feel like they're at the same place where they started and i've seen a lot of people at different stages of this process so it was really eye opening for me so what can you do if you're someone in that situation say you're in college now and you're in that situation you kind of know vaguely what you want to do but you're kind of using you you're not really sure like what what you're doing what how you're building up to that and you don't like stuff you're doing now well you can make the most of things of of like a bad deal so to speak for example in high school i didn't have a way out because it was legit impossible for me to drop out of high school like i dropped out of college but dropping out of high school would have been just logistically very difficult so i knew i had to stick through it right but i knew i hated it and it was like trash So what did I do? Well, I just made the most of it in the sense that I attended like every social hangout that I was um that I had the opportunity to go to because I knew that these people weren't going to be around forever because after graduation, you know, everyone goes to college, everyone like has kids or goes to whatever trips this and starts their own lives. Like we're never going to be together as a class ever again. I'm never going to be with this group of people again. and you're never going to be in a situation where you're forced to socialize and hang out with these people and get to know these people and as a result actually do ever again so i took advantage of that i got to know people i talked to people i just kind of made friends like it was the last chance i had to make friends which was which was nice like i got i got quite a bit out of that like there's some friends from high school which there's some co- colleagues yeah friends um even like adults young and old 
from high school which I still who I still like value to this day and I'm still growing those relationships are still growing so that was what I got out of the quotation marks bad deal of high school so there's ways when you focus on enjoying the day-to-day even if the day-to-day is shit you should confront it confront the challenge of changing it even though it's shit rather than just accepting the shit and eating it in hopes that when you get to the gold to the goal not gold it would be it'll get better like confronting it now and trying to optimize it and make it less shit is a more courageous thing to do than just eating the shit and hoping that the end goal will bring you satisfaction as contradictory as that sounds but it's true that's what i did with i did with me when i was in college last example last story after high school i went to college because that's what you do after high school as an asian kid you go to college and if you're in an upper middle class family like me you go to college overseas as far from malaysia as you possibly can because quotation marks there's no future here and all that bullshit right and so i was in college for about a total of nine eight months sources sources like dispute the duration of time i was there i would argue that i was actually there for maybe about seven because that's well actually no in like the gross the net amount of months i was there that i was actually paying attention probably like three but no that's that's not the point the point is i was in college and when i dropped out i made the decision to to um to drop out long before i actually did and it started with me saying taking a different choice than everyone else who hated college and hates college still who are still doing it and decide to keep doing it the choice was whether to think okay i'm gonna get this piece of paper in four years which is gonna make all this pain in the ass worth it versus i have a chance to make my life worth it now and i don't need to wait four years for this piece of paper to let me do that a lot of people make one choice and a lot of people make another like not many people make the second choice you can guess which choice i made i decided that i wasn't gonna wait to make my life worth living i was gonna do it right there that's focusing on the process rather than the goal because it helped i guess i was lucky that the process was so unbearably shit which is what i'm i was saying just now by the when i said i'm gifted because i have zero tolerance for bullshit i just hated being in college so much that it was just a very strong push for me to find a solution and that's what drove me to really seize the um seize the seize the day it sounds cheesy but like seize the chance to make the process worth it and inject fun into that rather than just dealing with it and hoping that the goal would bring me the same and yeah like i i there's no regrets zero regrets one of the few decisions i've made where i literally do not regret anything about is dropping out of college the only thing i regret about dropping out of college is that i didn't do it after my third day i wish i had done it like a while ago because it's um it, it's it's just a complete waste of time and money but then again i met a lot of friends through college not at the college but because i was so upset i started going to this really nice cafe down the road and as, as you know like og listeners will know that cafe down the road from my apartment in canada is my one of my favorite places on planet earth with some of the best friends i've ever had 
So the reason I started going there is because I was so upset from school all the time that I needed a sanctuary. So I guess it's everything works out in the end. Like if I dropped out after my third day, I wouldn't have met those people because I would have been too busy working to spend any money and hang out. So I guess like all's well that ends well, but I don't regret it dropping out when I did. Um, anyway, <laughs> I, that last story was probably three stories. Um, I say it was the last one. Anyway, hope you got some value out of that. I am skewing pretty heavily towards stories in this episode. One, because to be honest, it's a little bit later than usual that I'm recording this. So I'm sleepy. It's about 10.45, holy shit, at night. Um, I usually record these episodes between 2.30 and 4.30 in the afternoon. So today was a little bit of a wonky day. And secondly, there's so many stories in this episode because this is what it's about. This is what the topic is about. The process, the day-to-day. That's stories. That's not really... Like, it's hard to... It's hard to summarize something that is by nature. Sorry, excuse me. The day-to-day without mentioning the day-to-day. So that's why there's so many stories in this. Hope it wasn't too boring for y'all. Anyway... I will talk to you in the next episode. I, oh, I'm so sorry. I dropped this mic like every other episode now. I hope you enjoyed the shit. Hope I didn't scare you with that mic drop, lol. And I'll see you at 700 plays. I'm so excited. Um, yeah. See you tomorrow. Bye.